Chapter 1. The Church is Worth It Jesus never promised to build a religion. He never promised to build compassionate, creative, nonprofit organizations. He never promised to promote one particular denomination or to even pick one country at the expense of the rest. And no matter how many athletes or rock stars give him a shout-out after their latest triumph, Jesus never promised to build anyone's career or make their dreams come true. Each of these, in their own way, can accomplish a great deal of good and can be a wonderful benefit to many. But they're not what Jesus is after. They're not His primary mission. They're not what He gave His life to build. The only thing Jesus ever promised to build is His church. His church is not insignificant, an afterthought, or an anachronistic symbol of old-time religion lingering on the margins of a progressive culture. Despite what we may have seen, His church is not petty, small, impotent, myopic, safe, or self-serving. He told His disciples, the gates of hell would not overcome it. We'll come back to what He meant by this strange little phrase later. Peter wrote the early churches and told them that they were a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people belonging to God, so that they would declare the praises of the one who called them out of darkness and into his marvelous light. The author of the book of Hebrews believed that it was absolutely critical for followers of Christ to meet as the church no matter how much opposition they faced in the process. He challenged his audience not to give up on the church, as many are inclined to do. Because the church is where we encourage each other, where we motivate fellow Christ followers towards love and good deeds. Paul told his younger partner in ministry, Timothy, that the church was God's household, the pillar and the foundation of the truth. Paul had a lot to say about the importance of the church in his letter to the large, thriving church in the culturally significant city of Ephesus. He told them that Jesus loves the church so much that He gave Himself up for her to make her holy, blameless, and radiant. There have definitely been points in my life where I didn't feel like the church was worth it. You've probably had an experience somewhere along the way that made you question whether or not the church is worth it, too. Eventually, all of us end up investing our lives, our talent, and our energy into something. For some of us, it's a business. For others, it's their family, and for some, it's their own reputation and accomplishments. The question is, what kind of return are we going to receive from our investment? Jesus told the story of a man who found a treasure buried in a field. Once he saw the treasure, it changed his perspective completely. No price was too high. He sold everything in order to gain the field. Most people don't value the church. They don't think it's worth it because all they've seen are fields of dirt. They've never been able to dig down deep enough to find the buried treasure. You can find so many people who will tell you that they like Jesus, they just can't stand His followers. Gandhi, a favorite of people who are vaguely spiritual, famously once said, I like your Christ, I don't like your Christians. Your Christians are so unlike Christ. But that's not how Jesus feels about it. He doesn't love his perfect followers who are as mature, strong, and righteous as he is. He doesn't have any. He loves and uses broken people who make mistakes but put their trust in him. He believes, by his Spirit, they can do great things. He calls them his own, his family, his church. And Jesus believes his church is worth a lot. 
it was worth his life. He has never regretted his decision. He's not rethinking his approach. Through all the mistakes, all the pain, all the terrible ways people have let him down, from snake handling to selling indulgences, he refuses to change his strategy. There is no plan B. Jesus is all in with his church. He designed the church to show the world what he's really like through a community of believers characterized by grace, peace, forgiveness, redemption, encouragement, power, and transformation. And whether or not the church does a good job, God hasn't given up on that part of the church's responsibility.